Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to our Thursday morning Bible study. We're in the book of Romans chapter 15. If you want to get your Bibles and prepare to uh, be there with us today, we're here in my office every Monday and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, and we've been in the book of Romans for quite some time. I do need to look and see uh, what day we started this teaching, and it was some time ago. Uh, but also, uh, you can join us literally in person in the studio every Friday morning at 9 a.m. And presently, we're studying 2 Timothy, and we're in chapter 2. And it's been good. It is good. And it's about to get a lot better. And so I encourage you to tune in 9 a.m. Friday mornings also, Central Time, on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page or the uh, Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel where you can watch all these live or find them there uploaded later, and the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. I pray that you uh, would be more than a casual observer, but that you would get your Bible, you would follow along with us, because we're living in a remarkable time right now, where 23 years ago, God began to pour into the church the revelation, the illumination of his word concerning how the cross of Christ relates to us every single day of our lives. It's called sanctification in experience, praise God, and it has been wonderful. Someone recently asked me, when we, when were we going to have our next revival services? I said, every time we get together, we are in revival because we are now gospel-centered, which means message of the cross-centered. Hallelujah. And if you love learning the truth of God's Word, not just hearing it, not just quoting it, not just learning where scriptures are, but you are looking for the truth that's hidden, not from us, but for us in God's Word so that you might carry out the will of God in your life by the Holy Spirit. Join us every time we get together, and you will find exactly that. Hallelujah. So today, uh, we're going to be in Romans 15, as I said, but before we dig in, I uh, just want to uh, give a quick reminder. Today is October the 1st, 2020, and this weekend, Robin and I will be going to visit with Pastors Wayne and Debbie Voss in Greenwood, Mississippi. Crossway Ministries there. Can't wait to go. Can't wait to get there. Always have a great time in the Lord with others who are like-minded, that are of the same spirit, of the same faith, and striving together for the faith of the gospel. We've been friends a long time. Been a lot of bad things, negative things said about us, but we just keep on running this race, and I guarantee it, when we cross that finish line, it's going to be great. Hallelujah. So if you're anywhere near Greenwood, Mississippi, uh, come out and see us this weekend. We're just, uh, Pastor Wayne's church is just five miles west of Greenwood, right there on Highway 82, right on the edge of a cornfield. You can't miss it. And so praise God. Uh, uh, join us Sunday morning as we will be there this weekend. Excited about that. Romans chapter 15, we're going to begin in verse 4 today, and I just believe God is going to give those who are hungry, those who are seeking his righteousness, hungering and thirsting after his righteousness, serving his righteousness. Hallelujah. 
going to give us some meat today, and I'm thankful for that. Going to encourage us today. Our faithful Lord is going to be faithful to encourage us and strengthen us today in this Bible study, and I'm thankful for his faithfulness to us to give us the daily bread that we need to have prepared for us a table even in the presence of our enemies, and I'm so thankful for that. Verse 4, chapter 15, the book of Romans, Paul the apostle writes, For whatsoever things were written before time were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. We're going to break this down today. Of course, we don't have long, and we could take two hours on this one Bible verse. Uh, and But today, we're going to dig into this scripture here because what has been written in times past, God forbid that anybody call themselves a Christian and throw away the old covenant. Say they don't need the old covenant. There are denominations among those who I hope would be Christians today. Uh, I don't know a lot of times when we do f such foolish things sometimes and stick with it for uh, decades and decades about Christianity. But to throw out and say we know we don't need anything to do with the old scriptures is such a huge to say the least mistake a mistake because the scriptures Jesus said are about him the volume of the book referring to the old scriptures when he said it are about him hallelujah and uh, the reasons given why folk throw out the Old Testament and say they don't need to read it uh, are very invalid before God because Jesus said they're about him. And, 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 and here we see how the things that were written before time, talking about the scriptures, and it says that in this verse, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. And when this was written, the scriptures were... Genesis through Malachi, what's being referred to here. Scriptures, the scriptures of old. Yes, Matthew through Revelation is scriptures also. But that's not what this is referring to. This is referring to those things that were written <coughs> before time, before time. The scriptures of old, hallelujah. And you need to make sure that you're among those of like precious faith. Listen. Think about the opportunity for faith to come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Think about all the opportunities there could be if you would not have discarded Genesis through Malachi. For all those things written there, the Bible here says in what people do claim to have value in, if you value what the New Testament says, the New Testament says, don't throw out the old covenant scriptures, the old writings, the old scriptures, because you're going to need them because they're written so you could learn from them so that you could through, pati through patience. It's not mystical and magical. It's through your patience, your learning. And you allowing the Holy Spirit through the truth of the scriptures to give you hope. This is a process. 
but it takes the scriptures that were type and shadow to become light in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Again, because Jesus said in Psalms 40 verse 7, in Hebrews uh, uh, 10 verse 7, I believe it is, that the scriptures, the volume of the scriptures, the volume of the book was written of him. Your Bible is your Jesus book. He is your Genesis, the first. He is the revelation. He is the last. He's all things in between. If you have any understanding of the scriptures, it's because you're seeing the person and the work at the cross of Christ through the scriptures. I say it all the time. I'll never stop. Proverbs 8 and 8 says that all of God's words are in righteousness, and righteousness is only revealed in the gospel, Romans 1, 16 and 18. And you and I only go from faith to faith, verse 18 of Romans 1. You and I, the children of God, only go from faith to faith as the righteousness of God in the Word is being revealed to us through the gospel. If we're not in that process, make no mistake about it, we are not going from faith to faith. And when we disagree with that statement, we're stuck in the magical mysticism the church has been in for decades, centuries. Don't stay there. Come back to the cross. Begin to allow the Holy Spirit to teach you the word as God's righteous judgments, God's righteous words that are always going to point you to the person and the work of Jesus Christ no matter where you are in the Bible. Hallelujah. And again, if you disagree with that, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. I don't want you to be in trouble. The Lord is giving those who will walk in the light where he walks, the only place he walks, he is giving them the illumination today like never before of his word. He said through Daniel that in the last days knowledge would increase. Well, he wasn't just talking about computers and airplanes. He's talking about the most important knowledge to him and should be to us, the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he is illuminating his word in that context of righteousness, which is through the person and the righteous work of Christ at Calvary, into our hearts today like never before. But you're going to have to come away from all the things that have held you into little places of, 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 of certain gatherings and certain cliques and social things, uh, personalities and colors and, and of people and, and just all these money status and all that. You've got to let that go and just come back to the cross. Come back to the cross and he will be showing you his righteousness. You will be learning his righteousness. I hope you'd go listen to the message last night preached here at Crossway Church concerning the fullness of God's provision of righteousness. You will be blessed. In that message was brought out how only those who are learning righteousness will behold the majesty of the Lord. And it's in Isaiah 26. I pray you'll go listen to that message. You can find everything we do here at Crossway Church on the YouTube channel, which is Curtis Hutchinson 316, the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, 
or my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. If you're looking for the truth of God's Word, not just what everybody else wants to do, the truth of God's Word, His name is Jesus, you will be greatly blessed. For whatsoever things were written aforetime, before time, were written for our, that's mine and yours, the children of God in this church age, for our learning. And remember, learning requires a denial of self and a taking up of the cross. Outside of faith in the cross, we're just learning men's wisdom and the knowledge that men pass to each other. Jesus said, if we don't deny ourselves, take up our cross, we won't be able to follow him. In Luke 14, I believe verse 27, Jesus said, if you don't take up your cross and follow me, you can't be my disciple. Now know this, the word disciple means learner. Without faith in the cross, we may be learning where the scriptures are located in the Bible on this page at the top, and we may, <coughs> we may be learning which scriptures pertain to the, the issues in life, but we won't be learning how they're applied. We won't really be learning in the way the Holy Spirit of truth teaches unless our learning brings us to the truth. Remember, Paul told Timothy, they will ever be learning but not able to come to the truth. Why is that? Because they're not, they, they refuse, and we've done it for years as a church, we've refused to learn his righteousness. Get this. You, you need to listen to last night's message. They've refused, we for years have refused to believe that everything God has for us will come through faith in the cross and that alone. Many, many, the most of the multitudes that are the church still reject that thought. Oh, they say it comes through the cross, but they mean it comes through the cross that saved us, and now that we're in the it just all happened. No, 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 no. If that's the case, throw out the book of Galatians. It has no purpose. God missed it. He was wrong by giving Paul all that, which we know is not the case. Listen. Are you learning righteousness? The promise is that when you are, you're going to behold his majesty, the majesty of the Lord, which is seen in his righteous rule and reign. God judges in righteousness and makes war in righteousness. And all his words are in righteousness, but that righteousness is only revealed in the person. Oh, here comes the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So don't travel through this life being shown God's grace but not learning righteousness. Don't be called ever learning but not coming to the truth of God's Word because only as we come to the truth of God's Word, which is the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed. You cannot separate that which is truth from that which is the gospel. They're one and the same. Proverbs 12 and 17 says, He that speaks truth shows forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. False witness brings, using God's Word, what appears to be right, 
but it's deceitful because it's God's word, God's truth is not held in its righteous context, Romans 1.18. Dangerous place to be. I was there for years as a minister. 90% or higher today are there right now. Not being ugly, just being factual. Listen, turn the TV on. Do they open the Bible? Do they expound the scriptures in the context of the one who said that the scriptures are about him and what it took his work at Calvary for them to pertain to us? For us to have that understanding and that experience and that expression of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, are they be expounding in their righteous context? I'm not being ugly. I'm just trying to let you see that, man, the church has been on the wrong road for years, and most of them are not going to repent and come back to this, although there will be a few that do. And we'll get into that a little bit more here in just a second because I want to show you a couple things from other scriptures pertaining to this scripture today. Let's read it again. For whatsoever things were written aforetime, the old covenant, from Genesis to Malachi, were written for our learning. Remember, it takes faith in the cross to learn in God's avenue of learning because God, when we're learning of the Lord, the result is we're walking in truth. When we're walking in truth, means we're experiencing the truth, the liberty, the freedom. Hallelujah. I'm not talking with our lips. I'm talking about we're being delivered from sin, from the bondages that hold Christians. We're being conformed into the image of Christ, not saying we are. We are being conformed. We are being changed into the image of of the one who saved us. Hallelujah. So watch this. They were written for our learning that we, through patience, we've got to be patient. You don't quote it and expect it to happen right now. Through patience, waiting patiently on the Lord and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now, here's another scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 Verse 11, this is very special to me right now because the Lord a couple of weeks ago told me something concerning this scripture and I'll share it with you in just a moment. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. Now all these things, and you could go there after the broadcast and read what all these things are. He gives a description of certain things that happened to uh, the children of Israel and it says, those things happened unto them for ensamples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. You and I are living in a time right now, the end of the world is here. The end of the days of grace, the church age, is here at any moment. And I mean at any moment, you and I, the children of God, are preparing to be raptured, to be taken away from here, to be with the Lord. We're living in that moment, at any moment. But all those things written about aforetime and all, about all the things that happened to Israel are written for it in samples. Now listen to the definition of an ensample, which is a little bit more intense than an example. An ensample is a style of, a dye, like you dye 
uh, something a certain color, uh, this dye makes this thing over and over. It's a shape, it's a stamp, it's a sample, it's a model, it's a pattern. And a couple of weeks ago, the Lord spoke to my heart and said that Israel of old is a pattern, is a print of exactly what will take place in the church. We know that now even more clearly from these two scriptures. That the things that were written, the things that happened to the people of Israel, God's people, were written for our pattern to look at, our style to look at. There were false prophets there. There's false prophets today. There were those that rose up in Jezebel in those days. There's the women who or raised up under the Jezebel influence today. There's those who rebel against the authority of those called to preach the gospel. And there's those that, like Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, you read about Numbers chapters 14 through 16, who raise up to rebuke those God has called to walk in a true place of ministry and preach the gospel. Everything that happened then is happening now. They offered their children in the fires of Molech to false gods, nothing more than satanic uh, influence of the, fault, the heathen in that day. Today, the church offers their babies in abortion. They might try to hide it, but God sees all that. And hear me this morning, God is merciful to forgive us when we come to him for any sins, no matter what they are. I'm making a point that whatever happened in Israel was written as in samples for us so that we could look at that and take advantage of that. Avoid the things they did that were not pleasing to God. And walk in the way in the times they were pleasing to God. You and I need to know that. Whatever happened to the people of God in the days of old is happening to the people of God today under the new covenant. Just because we've been given the Spirit of God, just because we have been given gifts and we see the moving and the operation of the Holy Spirit does not mean that we won't act just like they did. Because just because we've been given all things, all spiritual gifts, seated in heavenly places, does not mean we won't forfeit all that. Read the book of Galatians. We do not, we do not just automatically walk in the path of righteousness. We do not just automatically bear forth the fruits of his holiness. It takes this, what was written aforetime. And we learn what was written aforetime as it points to Jesus and what he did at Calvary. And we can learn of him if we are denying ourselves, taking up our cross and following him, because only through the cross, faith in the cross, are we his disciples and are learning properly. Learning where scriptures are, well, hallelujah. Learning how scriptures, uh, this scripture has to do with your uh, this, or this scripture has to do with your that. Well, hallelujah. But we better be learning the righteousness of God's word. For there we see the majesty of the Lord, the power and the beauty 
of his holiness. Hallelujah. Now watch this. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience, and that means perseverance, and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. And hope, I want you to get this, Hebrews 11.1, you all know it. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Without faith in what's written in the scriptures, our hope is no more than the hope of the world. But our hope of glory is Jesus Christ, and he dwells in us by his spirit. I want you to know that. And, and we have the scriptures that we might be comforted and have great hope. Is what's comforting you today the scriptures? Is that where you find your comfort in the scriptures? Are you learning the righteousness of God's word? Are you walking in the liberating truths of God's word? Well, if you're learning God's word and the result is the truth, you, you, you come to truth when you're learning. That means you're learning righteousness because to hear God's word in its truthful context, you see a picture of his righteousness, not that which we acclaim we have to do to be saved or we have to do to, to be sanctified, but we see his righteousness that he's given to us. And we're so thankful for that because we have nothing that's not filthy to him except that which he's given to us. Everything we have comes from him. The measure of faith we have has come through the righteousness of God and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, 2 Peter 1 and 1. We've been made righteous in Christ through our faith in the blood of the Lamb. We've been made servants of righteousness, for there is no other avenue to serve God. And if I'm ever learning, but my, uh, my, my, my result is not coming to the truth of what I'm learning, which is a manifestation of the Spirit of God leading me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. The church is wasted, thrown away many years, but we don't have to do it any longer. Think about the days of Martin Luther, some 500, 501 or two years ago, when the revelation came, really we better call it what it is, the illumination of God's Word came to him by the Spirit of God that you're not saved by works, but you're saved by faith alone in Christ and what he did at Calvary. And now, some 500, 502 years later, the illumination of God's Word is pouring into the church that we're not only saved, justified by the blood of Christ in that alone, but we're only sanctified. It means mature and grow and walk in the things of God by faith and faith alone in Christ and His work at Calvary. Some of the most renowned Bible scholars over the last 100 or so years, a couple of hundred years, have written things. I'm talking about men that you very well know the name of. They have books by the drove on the market. One recently I read entitled Holiness. 
In his book, he says it's very scriptural to say that you're justified by faith in Christ alone. But it's not scriptural, he says, to say that you're sanctified by faith alone. And he used what James wrote to say that without works, your faith is dead, which is scriptural. But his attitude, his mindset, because he didn't know the exclusive way of sanctification by faith in the cross, and many don't believe it today. Preachers, I'm talking about preachers, won't accept it. He thought that we're sanctified by, yes, by what Jesus did at Calvary, but also we're sanctified by what we do, our works. That'll never happen. That'll never work. It's the work of the Holy Spirit who works exclusively within the perimeters of Christ and his work at Calvary. Outside of that, I can't be saved. Outside of that, I can't be sanctified. Outside of that, I'm not walking in the truth with God's righteousness revealed to me. We have hope because faith comes when we hear God's word. Write this down. Make sure you know this in its righteous context. When you heard the gospel, you heard the word of God in its righteous context about Jesus and what he did for you at Calvary to make you righteous, to remove your sin, and to make you a servant of righteousness. Now let's not be subtly deceived and think for a moment that everything just works out after that. Faith still needs to come every day because you and I live by faith as we go from faith to faith. And that only takes place as the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. Hear me now. All of God's words are in righteousness. If we're holding God's truths in their righteous context, we'll be found beholding the majesty of the Lord, the great wonders of the Lord. You need to know these things. You need to write these things down and go look for yourself. Just because you're not hearing this somewhere else or very many other places doesn't mean, or, or the preachers you've listened to for years. Listen, Martin Luther had to walk away from all those he'd been associated with for years because they wouldn't accept the truth of God's word that the Lord gave him. And sometimes we have to just keep walking in the truth, no matter who will come with us or who tries to talk us out of it. But if the result of what we call learning is not righteousness, is not the liberation of the truth daily in my life, me being conformed into the very image of Christ, more than going to church, more than a Bible study, more than some prayer time every day. Praise God for all of that. But am I being changed? Am I walking on the path of righteousness? That's the question. You can be. And that's one reason we're here as often as we are sharing the truth of God's righteous words with you so that your learning won't be in vain. So that your learning will result in truth, being led by the spirit of truth on the path of righteousness. I'm so glad you tuned in today. Whenever 
it is today for you. I pray that you would really study and pray over what you're hearing on these broadcasts. For there is nothing special in and of ourselves, but we have the truth of Almighty God. Not what we call truth, but what the Bible calls truth. And through the scriptures, we find the truth of Christ, our liberator, through faith in what he did to liberate us. And the light of God's word shines into our hearts only through faith in the blood of the Lamb. Because the Bible says in Revelation 21, 23, the light, or the Lamb rather, is the light. The Lamb is the light. God's word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, but only as my faith is in the Lamb. That means what Jesus did for me at the cross. For that's the avenue through which all righteousness flows to us. Galatians 2.21. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glad to be here today. I pray God bless you richly with understanding in what you've just heard and that you will make the choice to follow Jesus and the truth he wants to show you by his Spirit in the Word of God concerning Him, the best days will surely be the best for you as the world grows darker, but you walk on the path of the just, which is the path of righteousness that He's promised will shine more and more for you until that perfect day. God bless you. We love you. Don't forget to tune in in the morning at 9 a.m. for our sessions we're holding on 2 Timothy. Now in chapter 2, you will be blessed. And uh, don't forget to pray for us. And don't forget to sow into the ministry. Some of you have never given, and you know God's stirring your heart to do so. You know he's stirring your heart to give where you're hearing the truth of God's word and you are learning, learning with the result of walking in truth in his righteousness. And I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for all of you who do give to these ministries where God is showing you it's good ground and you're not stuck in some category where you just have to only give to this ministry. That Give where you're eating from the table of life. Hallelujah. You can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can do that by typing the word give to the number 903-231-5950. God bless you. We love you. Until next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.